With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jason Bryan from Amateur Wrestling News here. As we join with USA Wrestling Executive Director Rich Bender. Rich, got to be a moment of excitement and elation and, uh, and a big sigh of relief right now. Well, it cer- certainly is. I, I kind of feel a little bit like that dog that chases the car every day, and today it stopped. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of work to be done yet, but certainly it's, it's uh, you know, we, we, we should be proud of the way the sports, you know, respond to this challenge. But, you know, a lot of work uh, remains ahead for sure. In regards to the presentation, there were some pretty strong presentations from baseball, softball, squash, and, and wrestling. What were your opinions of the other two bids and, and their their presentation for uh, IOC inclusion? Well, and, and we expected them to be good presentations. Uh, they, they've been at it a while and, you know, obviously, you know, been working very hard for a long time for this day and, and the opportunity. So I think, uh, you know, softball, baseball, and squash did themselves proud today, um, you know, with, with great presentations and, and meaningful presentations. But, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, I think today was was uh, a day for wrestling and an opportunity for our sport to solidify itself on the Olympic program. Uh, for years, Daniel Igali and Carol Wynn have been rivals of American athletes, and today they put together a, a couple moving speeches. Uh, talk about the impact that those two Canadians, and obviously with um, their heritage being from other countries, what their role and uh, how they were perceived and received from the IOC and the people in Buenos Aires. Well, they were uh, they were received very well, and I had the pleasure of actually uh, – contacting both of the athletes about about getting involved in this in this process but you know they are i mean their stories are incredible they're incredible individuals incredible competitors and and uh you know i think that along with lisa legrand you know those uh incredible athletes uh took advantage of this opportunity and and performed at an incredibly high level today and, and we're so proud of how they represent the sport and uh you know, their countries are, are too are proud of them as well, certainly. Uh, Jim Shear and his brother Bill Shear involved in the process on several different levels. Uh, with Jim having experience, having previously been an executive director at USA Wrestling and, and the head honcho at the USOC, how much did Jim's experience uh, help with going through this process since he's been on the other side of that table before? Well, Jim Shear was in a lot of ways an unsung hero in this process. He, uh, you know, he is a rock star when it comes to 
um, being able to to visualize a, a, an outcome and strategize on a process to get there. And, you know, we are just so fortunate to have him, you know, in our sport and in our wrestling family. And, you know, he, he, uh, he proved that today with, you know, obviously very strong part of the presentation and, uh, you know, his leadership is, has been critical in this whole process. And, and I'm, I'm hopeful he will uh, continue to in a leadership role within, within the international federation and uh, continue to, to make that positive impact. In regards to the American involvement in this, we've been pretty much uh, on the ground floor with the social media campaigns and, and the formation of Kapow. Uh, where do you think uh, this movement would be if USA Wrestling and, and the American wrestling community weren't a part of it? Well, I'm incredibly proud of the, of the U.S. wrestling community. And you know, obviously, um, you know, FILA has been push forward um, in their in their social media capabilities, due in large part by the, the U.S. wrestling media and those that, that care about wrestling. And I certainly think that, you know, the U.S. wrestling community has played an integral role in, in moving, pushing FILA to, to into new areas and, and uh, especially in, in social media. We, our sport wouldn't be anywhere in anywhere near where it is today without, uh, you know, the U.S. wrestling community, community's engagement, involvement, and prodding and pushing. And, you know, feel is way better today than it was on February 12th, due in large part by those folks. Another person that's played a large part, maybe not as visibly um, in terms of the Kapow movement and, and the Save Olympic Wrestling, Keep Olympic Wrestling, has been uh, another American, a former media head at the USOC, Bob Condren who has come in and served as uh, more or less a communications director for FILA where there wasn't one previously. How much do you think Bob's involvement on the other, on the FILA side has helped with uh, marketing promotion and, you know, just general media coverage of wrestling? Well, and I, and I think uh, if you look, just look back at the most recent world championships, the cadet and junior world championships and, and the professionalism by which FILA approached both those championships, not to mention you know, this whole process that, that, that we've been going through here uh, with the International Olympic Committee. But, you know, Bob Condren is, you know, a legend in, in, in the movement, a legend within um, the, the media, within sport. And we are just, we're fortunate that, that the stars lined up where he was transitioning, transitioning into retirement. And we were able to convince him that it, that, uh, it made sense for him to move to, to Switzerland and, and, help uh, International Federation get a handle on their, on their media, and I think it's had an incredible impact uh, worldwide. In regards to the entire situation, you guys got down there a couple days ago and, and prepped for this. How much, I mean, how much, uh, I guess there's got to be stress involved with it, but how worried were you going into today's presentations? Well, you know, I said this a lot, Jason, that, you know, we we're on the side of the angels in this one, that we weren't trying to sell snake oil to anyone, that we were right. Wrestling belonged on the Olympic program. And, you know, I think we were confident, you know, with that, um, with the facts uh, of the case. But I think, you know, certainly uneasy that we were, were here in this position to start with. And, it, and I think many of you uh, that watched the, the presentations today and heard, you know, when Rogue, uh, President Rogue was asked the reason, or, you know, why wrestling was, 
was in this position, and, you know, I'm not sure he gave a real clear answer other than, you know, governance within the International Federation could have gotten better. So, I mean, we were confident that, that we had a, a, an incredible story to tell. We were confident that, you know, this is one of the greatest sports that's known, known around the world. And, uh, you know, so, so we, were, we were confident yet, you know, obviously uneasy that we were in this position to start with. But I think as the presentation today uh, played out and, and, you know, wrestling belongs on, this, on the program and the right decision was made today. And, and ultimately we were confident we were going to get there. But you know, certainly it's, you know, the way the process works with, uh, you know, really no, no accountability in terms of who's voting for what, that obviously there's always that element of uncertainty that, that exists in, in this kind of process. But, um, yeah, we were, we were confident, though, Jason. With the situation that, as it unfolded on February 12th, and then you've got baseball and softball and squash who have had years to prepare these bids, wrestling had about eight months to do it. Uh, now that the decision has been made that we're back in for 2020 and 2024, uh, is there anything you can look at and be like, hey, maybe we should have done this a little bit better to maybe cement the the decision or made that vote more wide, more of a bigger gap than it actually was? Yeah, and I'll tell you, I, I, I'm, that's what I'm most proud of. I don't think our sport could have done anything more. I think, uh, you know, there are, you know, people, supporters from around the world that work tirelessly on this, including, you know, the leadership within FILA. I don't think there's anything that we could have done. I think you know, one of the, the things that might go a little bit unnoticed was the question that uh, Popoff, Mr. Popoff asked regarding the core. And, uh, you know, that was a, you know, obviously a, a strategically asked question by someone that cares about wrestling. And that is, you know, will this core discussion come up again? And, the, you know, the president said it will. So uh, obviously wrestling is going to endeavor to get back on the core, um, but certainly, uh, you know, it was a it was a good day for the sport, and you know, one that you know I think is uh, going to be looked back on history as a somewhat historic one. You're probably getting this question a lot, and it's it's pretty much a softball, no pun intended. But where does wrestling go from here in terms of continuing to improve its product, uh, better relations with the media, the fans, the entire uh, fan base as a sport? Well, we better be listening at the sport. We have to listen. And, you know, because we're going to, I can guarantee you, we're going to hear this, this question posed to us a lot. And that is, if you don't do this, you'll end up back there. And, you know, I think uh, if we don't uh, genuinely listen to what people have to say, uh, don't, aren't, uh, don't have the courage to, to, you know, do the right thing, um, you know, then, you know, potentially we can backslide, but I think the real work starts today, Jason, the real work starts today. And that's, that's going to be a, on a couple of different fronts. One is we've got to continue to push our international federation forward when it comes to the, you know, their governance structure and how the sport is managed at the very highest level. We have to do that. I mean, there's a lot of, um, there's been a lot of, uh, talk about, you know, how that's going to change, but you know, I think as, national federations, we got to continue to, to push our international federation to, to make the necessary changes to, to make sure that, you know, uh, it's, it's a sport for everyone. But uh, also I think it's important for us um, to, to take advantage of the, the media opportunity that we've been given over the last seven months 
and, you know, continue to leverage relationships to, uh, you know, with the sports media around the world to cover our sport at a higher level. We've got to continue to make sure that we're doing everything in our power to, to put on quality wrestling competitions. We've got to continue as, you know, national federations to be focused on controlling uh, the experience for young wrestlers when they first get involved in the sport. We've got to retain kids that, that once they have the courage to try wrestling, that we do everything in our power to control the experience so that's a good one and they keep coming back. And I think if we do that, you know, our sport's headed in the right direction and we'll have a bright future. Well, as far as heading in the right direction, we're all headed in the direction of Eastern Europe in, in a matter of days for the upcoming World Championships. And we asked Canadian women's coach Lee Verling about the excitement and energy that uh, we expect in Budapest. Had this decision gone the other way, we might have been in for a lull. Now, what are you expecting to see in Budapest from the entire wrestling community? Well, I think it's going to be uh, an electric world championship. I think, you know, you're going to see people energized from around the world. Um, you know, it's it's an important championship. Not as important as, our, as the Olympic Games, but close. And I think it's, you know, it, it will be a, a championship that will be looked back upon as somewhat historic. And, you know, the, the sport's energized right now. And I think, you know, we're going to see that in Budapest. Uh, I'm excited because in a lot of ways it's, a, you know, kind of the, well, it is the start of the new Olympic cycle. And, you know, we're going to start to see athletes in uh, Budapest that will, uh, you know, be on the podium in Rio. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to, to, about the World Championships. I'm excited about our team. And, uh, you know, I think our sport's uh, on an exciting track right now. Uh, last question, we asked Coach Verling the same thing uh, regarding the decision announced yesterday regarding the site for the 2020 games as being Tokyo. What are your uh, thoughts on Tokyo as a host, and how much do you think maybe their, their strong wrestling tradition, especially in women's wrestling, might have played a little bit of a, a role in this, uh, this wrestling move? Well, certainly, uh, you know, if you watch their presentation, wrestling was a part of that, a couple of spots. And wrestling is important in Japan. I think they will be fantastic hosts. For the for the Olympic Games in in, in 2020, and uh, you know I'm, I think it's uh, it's going to be a cool Olympics. Uh, I think technologically it'll it'll probably set the standard. Um, and you know just we're I'm excited about it already. Obviously we have an Olympic Games between then and now, but uh, you know I think Tokyo was a great choice. Obviously a lot of wrestling friends in Turkey and, and uh, you know ironically the the Madrid bid was presented by the same uh, uh, consultant that helped wrestling. So you know, we had a connection to all three of the, of the Olympic bid cities, and obviously uh, you know, are uh, disappointed for those that didn't win, but incredibly juiced about Tokyo uh, you know, winning the bid, and I think it will be a great Olympic Games and one that, that you know, we'll enjoy participating in and hopefully have great success. We've been talking with USA Wrestling Executive Director Rich Bender. And, Rich, any final thoughts about this entire process, uh, personal feelings, opinions, uh, people to thank, anything of that nature as we close out? Well, Jace, I, you know, thank you, you know, for your, your tireless efforts to, to cover the sport. I mean, you, you continue to make a difference. And, you know, obviously we miss you a lot at USA Wrestling. But, you know, thank you for, for your efforts. And I'm incredibly proud of the, of the U.S. wrestling community. I'm, I'm, I'm just really excited about the way that our sport uh, galvanized itself around this, this challenge. I'm really proud of the staff at USA Wrestling that, you know, don't forget, 
um, you know, they had jobs to do before this, this February 12th vote and, uh, and they've, you know, soldiered on and put in a lot. Of, I said this on the, on the, on an interview earlier, put in a lot of 80 hour work weeks and, uh, you know, really proud of, of their efforts and, uh, grateful for, for their passion. And they certainly made a difference, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the wrestling community overall worldwide that, you know, recognize the opportunity for us to make things better, recognizes, recognizes the need for us to, to rally around the sport, prop up our international federation and move forward. And you know, those, that presentation team today was fantastic. Uh, and that Jim Shear, uh, and the, and the three athletes, Carolyn and Lisa Grand, Danny Golly were, were rock stars. The other person that I'd be remiss in not mentioning is, is, uh, Bill Shear and, you know, Bill's with efforts, uh, and the hours that he put in, uh, with, the, the Committee for the Preservation of Olympic Wrestling has made a huge difference. You know, Bill is a total volunteer and somebody that, you know, has it's been a big help. Stan Desick has been a, a great um, um, resource for us as, as we help, tried to help Sela. And, uh, you know, Jim Ravenack, the leader of USA Wrestling, obviously, you know, Jim provides me with the opportunity to do do the job at USA Wrestling, and, and he's been, you know, a behind-the-scenes guy that just hasn't rested, and somebody that that's, uh, understands the true meaning of serving the sport and not having the sport serve you, and I think that's, you know, that's been a, an attitude that, that, you know, we've embraced at USA Wrestling, that as, you know, staff of the national governing body, we're here to, to serve the sport, not vice versa, and uh, obviously... I, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank every one of the, the CPOW members who who uh, met every Saturday and and uh, rolled up their sleeves to help. West Battle, Mike Rosati, both you know made a big difference for for us. And you know I'm sure I'm leaving out a bunch of people, but you know obviously I, on a personal note, my wife has been a rock star for me and uh, you know supporting the family and allowing me to to do what I thought we needed to be done and be away from home a lot, but. You know, I'm, I'm glad it's over, this part of it, but certainly recognize there's a lot to do uh, from this day forward. And, uh, you know, hopefully the history will look back at this as historic times for wrestling, and, and it will, the sport will be much better for it. Uh, Rich Bender, the executive director of USA Wrestling. Uh, one hurdle's cleared, still a little bit of work to go, but for right now we can enjoy it for a couple of days before heading to Budapest. We thank you for your time, and uh, safe travels across the uh, the big uh, – the big pond there, the Atlantic. <laughs> all right, Jace, thank you, and uh, all the best to you and your family. 